Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Welcome to On The Pace on this Monday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. Brittany Graham with you for the next few weeks for our extended edition, our half an hour show uh, on a Monday. Michael Gearan enjoying a well-deserved holiday and we'll still have our regular time slots of Monday, Wednesday and Thursday from 10.30 for On The Pace. We'll have finding winners uh, just after 10.30 on Fridays as well with Freddie Hastings and Freddie will also continue to look after Sundays with a recap of what is going to be a very busy time in harness racing uh, across the weekends over the next few weeks and probably the next two months or so, particularly in Queensland where we're seeing more and more New South Wales participants make their way north for really good prize money. We saw the patron's purse run last week to kick off the carnival and that was taken out by leap to fame. We also had the lucky Creed free-for-all on Saturday night where there was plenty of New South Wales representation but it was Queensland who were able to hang on to that victory as well with big wheels but we look forward to this Saturday night with the running of the Redcliffe Gold Cup for a tick over $100,000 and looking at the nominations for that, uh, New South Wales is going to play a very very strong role in not only that but the Derby, Oaks and also a, a strong Mayor's feature there as well so that's all to look forward forward to this Saturday night at Redcliffe. Of course, we're continuing to have plenty of race meetings in the home state, though, of New South Wales with Newcastle and Canberra today before we have Menangle and Wagga tomorrow and Bathurst in their regular time slot of Wednesday uh, night to come albeit with an earlier start time with State of Origin once more, 4.25 to kick off there. But we do race at Newcastle today, eight races, the first getting underway at 1.42. And Canberra this evening with another seven races from 6.12. This morning we're looking forward to catching up with Leighton Green, uh, Tian Sutton and also Blake Mickler, three young participants who are not only going to have a strong role to play over the next few days, but are having really solid success at the present time, including Leighton Green, who is our first guest for On The Pace this morning. He's in brilliant form at the present time. Uh, He's already on 29 wins for the season, operating at a 15% strike rate. And himself and the McDowell team are certainly low flying at the moment. And they had another win on Saturday evening as well to add to what's been a very busy month. Black Onyx getting the job done. And Leighton's our first guest for On The Pace this morning. Good morning, Leighton. How are you? Good morning, Brett. Yeah, thanks for having me on. You're having a great time of things at the moment. You must really enjoy going to the races at the present time because you're rarely coming home empty-handed. Yeah, it makes it easier each morning getting up and working a horse for sure. No, we're having a good run at the moment, so enjoying it while we can. You work alongside Dean and Kerry McDowell and the McDowell Racing Stable. I guess the fact that you're linked with them and they're also having a great time of things at the moment is really helping. Are the horses just in the right frame of mind? Has there been a change at home in their training regime? Are they just the right horses being placed at the at the present time? What's what's changed? Because I guess in the last two to three weeks, probably the last month, the team's just been on fire. Oh, just that we sort of, over the Christmas period, we always uh, give our horses a bit of a time off so we all can sort of enjoy Christmas. And they always just sort of come back from a spell. Um, and we just sort of had a bit of a virus through the barn, but we've just sort of gotten over it recently. And, and all the horses sort of, yeah, just come back pretty good. And um, and McDowell's do obviously a great job with their horses. So, yeah, it just makes it all easier for me. 
Yeah, it's proving to be a really, really successful combination at the present time. You're sitting on the 29 wins for the season. You had your career best year last year with 59. So I would assume that you're chasing down that target again for 2023? Yeah, I always try have my goal each year. I probably hit 50 each year. Um, if I can beat my record um, last season, yeah, that'd be, that'd be awesome. Just going back to Saturday night before we look forward to the next few days, it was great to see Black Onyx back in the winner's circle. He's always been a really talented horse and he'd been uh, probably not necessarily down on form, but he just hadn't been able to break through this season in uh, some tricky races from some ordinary gates. But uh, he did a good job there on Saturday night and I'm sure that'll be a nice confidence-building win for him as well. Yeah, uh, good to get him back in form. Um yeah, he just sort of hit a patch there. Just sort of um, took a while to still get back from his spell, get a few one, a few one, uh, run down his belt. Um, so yeah, it's bounced back good. All right, let's discuss the next few days because you're going to have strong uh, representation at Canberra tonight, and also you're heading to Menangle tomorrow as well. Let's kick off at Canberra, and in the second on tonight's card again for the McDowells, you've got. Better sensation going around here. There's a few scratchings, just leaving us with the seven-horse field. Better sensation. It's been a little while since this guy has managed to get the job done. Can tonight be the night? Because I thought it was quite good last time out at Newcastle. Yeah, he he did well. Character that off. Um, he should he should want to get a good run, sort of off the second row there. So hopefully, he gets a nice spot there in the running line and and come over the top of them. He's a horse that has good gate speed, and tonight from the draw, I guess that's taken out of uh, your hands. But you do follow through a, a quick beginner at the start in Where Are We Cruising. How does the race play out, do you think? Uh, where would you like to see yourself in the run? Oh, hopefully I can lob the 1-1. One, one. Hopefully get cover of a horse out wide on the front row. Um, just punch through from the, the second row. But, um, yeah, hopefully 1-1. One, one. If you get the 1-1, one, one, I'll, I'll say you'd be uh, there about for sure. Race number three, We Are All Alone, is your drive here. Uh, drops back from Menangle Company, and that should really bode well for her this evening. Yeah, she her run last um, last start at Menangle was sort of stuck in the chair, and she ran on a really nice race. So I'll be um, driving her confidently, and I'm sure she'll be there thereabouts. Yeah, for sure. She's got good gate speed. What's your assessment of the speed to your mm. inside? Lightning Baby's also a quick beginner. You've got Ideal Denny there and six again. Is there any chance you find the top this evening? I don't think I will. Um, but, you know, you never say never. We'll, uh, we'll definitely be having a look. All right, that's race number three this evening. We are all alone. We move across to race number five here, and Twilight Heaven has been racing pretty consistently. It was a winner only a, a few starts ago as well this match. She was able to win at Bankstown, and she did a pretty good job, all things considered, because she made a mistake on that occasion as well. Third last time out at Penrith. Uh, can she greet the winner's circle again this evening? Uh, possibly, yeah. Um, she's racing super. She's always informed. She's always top three. She's... Um, She's a very consistent mare. So, um, yeah, I think she's she got really uh, got lightning gate speed. So um, we'll be um, taking that of our advantage, I'll say. If you manage to find the front this evening, are you, are you keen to hang on to it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Always, oh, always lead. <laughs> race number five tonight <laughs> twilight heaven good gate speed mare and she comes up with a positive draw there as well and then we move across to the last Aldebaran Yahtzee goes around here only the five runners in this mobile trotters event a relatively new addition to the stable uh, what's the stable's opinion of her 
Well, she, she's actually always been owned by the McDowell's. Um, she was in Victoria um, with uh, Noel, Noel Chin, I think his name was. And, um, yeah, we've only had the one start with her, which is last week, and she um, ran an awesome race. She sort of got stuck in the chair at Menangle there last start and stuck on for a nice, strong third. So, we, um, yeah, I'd say she'll be close um, there tonight. She was first up for a long time there last week at Menangle, over 12 months, and she'd only had a, a couple of trials. She drew two on that occasion, probably didn't show a stack of gate speed. What do you make of the draw tonight? Is it a case of just getting her away safely and then working into the contest? Or or I guess sometimes these smaller fields can be tricky races, but what are you thinking from a an initial point of view? Uh, I think the, the uh, stable mates and diving, the one and two, I feel like they probably want to hold the lead, so um, we might drive a bit smarter. Uh, we haven't decided yet, but we may have a look early or, or drive with a sit and, and move up probably mid-race. All right, that's Aldebaran Yahtzee tonight. She looks a good chance off the back of a really strong performance last time out at Menangle, fresh up from a long spell. Your best chance tonight at Canberra, do you think, Leighton? Probably Aldebaran Yahtzee and Twilight Heaven. They, they're both racing consistently recently, and hopefully uh, they've got a good draw and get a bit of luck. So looking forward yeah. to those two. All four horses look to be strong chances. Race five, number four, Twilight Heaven, and race seven, number four, Aldebaran Yahtzee. We'll quickly touch on Menangle tomorrow as well, Leighton, whilst we have you. Uh, a few nice chances there also. Race number four is the first of them, Sky Mary Mack. She's racing really well, this filly. She's starting to build up a pretty impressive record as well. Seven starts, four wins, and she's made it three from four uh, since returning this season as well. Uh, I should say three from five, but that last start win was good. The time wasn't overly uh, quick, but in saying that, she still managed to get the job done. So uh, she must be progressing in the right direction. Yeah, she is. She's a, she's a very uh, classy filly. So, uh... I think with that, that barrier draw she's got tomorrow, um, that she should have be um, hard to beat. Hopefully, again, so I think she's sort of in the same sort of field like she was last week, so hopefully you get the job done. She does look well-placed there, Sky, Mary Mack. And Shezmak is, and Kezimak, in fact, are both representatives from the stable as well. Uh, they've both got nice draws. Uh, either of them telling you that they can run uh, bold races despite maybe being up in grade a little bit? Uh, they're both probably up in grade a little bit, but um, old Chesmack, she's um, she's done a good job of her whole career. Um, that's, you know, she gets a nice one there on the fence. I, I, I wouldn't um, be surprised she runs a nice place. And even Chesmack, if they both get a nice one somewhere, they'll, they'll definitely run a nice place, hopefully. All right, that's race number four. We move across to race number seven, and Nick of Time goes around here. Smart winner last time out in strong time, a career best 153-7. and seven. Uh, Prior to that, was down the line, but was freshened up leading into that last start victory. We know that he's a horse with great early speed and he seems to enjoy his racing up on pace. So I would assume that'll be the plan again tomorrow in race number seven. I'm not too sure. We'll have to touch base with um, the McDowell about that, that race, but he's very versatile. He's super, super fast, even if you hold him for one run. So, um, yeah, if, even if he's up, in, up on the front end or he's at the back end, I, I feel that he's a good chance both ways. He must have been really happy with that last start performance. So he's a horse who's got a nice record, but uh, it feels as though maybe this season could be his season when he sort of steps up in grade a little bit. And you mentioned that versatility. Maybe we can see him driven in a few different ways. Yeah, exactly. He's a, he's a very classy horse. So um, 
Yeah, time, time will come. And in the final race tomorrow, Picasso goes around here. Back-to-back wins uh, back in late May and early of this month as well at uh, Newcastle and Menangle, respectively. What did you make of his last start run? He was midfield, but he had to do a fair bit of work. Yeah, he didn't have no luck last start um, that it got crossed early. But um, I feel like if we drive him aggressive like we have been, that he, uh, he'd like to be up on the speed and, and running, along nice, uh, running along a nice fast tempo. So I feel like... That's probably his go, but um, we'll just have to see how the race turns out. All right, that's race number eight, the last on tomorrow's card. Plenty upcoming over the next few days, Leighton. Continued uh, great form for yourself and the stable. Uh, and here's hoping there's a few winners amongst them. Thanks for your time this morning. No worries. Thank you. Leighton Green, certainly an in-form rainsman at the present time. Fresh off a win at Menangle uh, on Saturday night. He'll head to Canberra this evening and Menangle tomorrow. And he and the McDowell stable are certainly in really, really fine form. We'll take a quick breather here for On the Pace. And on the other side, we'll catch up with Tian Sutton. Uh, she's also a lady who's in great form with her team at the present time. And she's got some runners over the next few days that we can preview. Sky Sports Radio, your complete home for sports and racing. Welcome back to On The Pace on this Monday morning. We're heading through what's going to be a another busy week in harness racing. We've got Canberra racing this evening, Newcastle this afternoon, and then we look forward to plenty more action coming up over the next few days. And we'll have fields for the Menangle card of racing a little later this afternoon, and we'll discuss them in more depth on Wednesday. We've got a big trot New South Wales night coming up next Saturday evening, uh, which looks to be ultra competitive with some very good prize money on offer as well. So that's something to look forward to in the next little while. And Tab Eureka, well, half the field's now being confirmed as we learnt last week and the build-up for that continues as well. So over the winter period, we're certainly going to be kept nice and busy here in New South Wales uh, and there'll be plenty of news to come through. We'll keep you up to date here on On The Pace. We just had a chat with Leighton Green about his chances tonight at Canberra and tomorrow at Menangle. Great to have Tian Sutton joining us this morning because her team is in really strong form. Uh, herself and her dad, Glenn McElhenney, on track to have a very strong season overall and that could continue today with some runners at Newcastle and also tomorrow at Menangle. Thanks for your time this morning, Tian. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Britt. Thanks for having me on. You're having a great time of things at the moment. You must be thrilled with how the team is going. Yeah, um, Dad and I are enjoying a really good run at the moment. Um, we went through a little purple patch there where I think we had about seven weeks in a row. We got a winner each week and even since that stopped, we've managed to get some place getters each week, which is keeping the money turning. And, you know, it's just him and I during the week and we get help from my uncle on the weekend. So it's, it's really rewarding to see that paying off for us. The team numbers seem to be bigger. Where are you at at the moment? And is that something you're working towards, getting a, a greater number of horses around you? Um, that kind of happened um, by accident. We actually, a couple of months ago, scaled back a little bit because... Um, I've gone back to studying part-time as well as, you know, I've got the kids and all their activities that they do. So we scaled back a little bit. And then within a couple of weeks of scaling back, we had a few new entries come in. But I'm definitely grateful for those entries. You know, a couple of nice little horses would give me a reason and 28 blacks. So at the moment, we're at about 10 or 11, including a few babies. So it's manageable for us at the moment. 
In terms of placing your horses, you're doing a great job of that as well because despite the fact that you're based there at Menangle, uh, you're certainly finding the right races for them. There's a bit of travel involved, but you've been heading up to Newcastle and that's been quite fruitful early on in the week uh, in recent times. Yeah, I um, I put Dad to work. God love him. He's not getting any younger, um, but I'm sure he heard me say that and he's not real happy about it. Um, you know, he works at night time and then he comes home, has some brekkie with the kids and I, and we get straight into it. And, you know, this morning he was down there in the minus one working a horse and then he was headed off to Newcastle where he's got to drive in every race. And, um, we, you know, we've got a few low-graded horses at the moment and it seems to be suiting them racing up there. So we try our best for not only us, but for all our connections to get the best out of all our horses. You mentioned your dad, and he does the bulk of the driving for your stable. We're speaking of Glenn McElhenney, and it's obviously a very tight-knit family operation. He's already driven over 1,500 career victories, and at age 63, it's there for everybody to see. You mentioned he's not slowing down, is he? He still loves getting out there and amongst it. I'm sure um, anyone who will listen to him, he tries to tell them that, you know, he's he's ready to slow down but despite what he says he's always looking for a horse for sale um and he's always willing to help out too you know like um we've been fortunate over the years to end up with a few handy horses with just helping friends out and um i i'm definitely not backwards and coming forwards that you know if it wasn't for dad that i wouldn't be involved in the sport because it's a huge part of what we do particularly with having the kids is um we have to work in together so i send him off to the newcastle meetings and to, particularly to penrith in the cold weather now and um we help each other out at menangle on tuesdays and on the occasional saturday night if we're lucky enough to have a runner there but it is a very very tight-knit family um we lost one of our best workers up to queensland he keeps things we get them drawn back up there but um no between dad myself and my uncles and it's, you know even the kids now they're getting older it's it's a really good family operation you mentioned he's got a full book of drives today at Newcastle as well, Glenn. So uh, he's still getting great support from uh, several different trainers, including your own stable. Let's discuss the two starters today at Newcastle. They both look really solid chances. Well, race number two, winner Mozza goes around here, comes up with the second row draw. Is it a, a positive or a negative starting position for it today? Um, it's a little bit tricky in terms of, you know, that there's a couple in front of them that don't get away overly quick um but you know i'm sure dad will weave his magic at some point and get him into a nice spot if we can stick in the running line and, and get him moving he's a horse that takes a little bit of winding up so i'm sure you know if the moment presents that'll probably get him moving down the back and wind him up around that turn and hopefully can earn a bit of money for us and the old fella that owns him all right, that's race number two, winner Mozza, who's already a two-time winner this season, has shown a bit of versatility as well, looks to find a very winnable race there. And Taraman goes around in race number three. You must have been thrilled to get the ace skate with this mare. She was able to draw well at Penrith going back a few starts ago, and I thought she ran a really good race in quite solid time. She's knocking on the door. She's going to win a race shortly. Yeah, I believe today she has a really solid chance. Um, I was very happy with when she drew one. I was a bit sceptical with the way that um, Newcastle was programmed today. It was just a divided stake, pretty much just nominate, and they'll sort you where where you needed to go. But they've done a pretty good job with sorting everyone out today, so I'm pretty grateful that we decided to stick there um, when she came up with barrier one. It's a, it's a nice little race, and she's been there about the last few weeks since she won at Bankstown. Um, you know, we haven't been disappointed with any of her runs so far, so hopefully she can fill a gap if not win today. 
She looks really well placed there coming up with the ace gate in quite an even field. We'll move over to Benangle tomorrow where you've got three representatives from the stable. Majestic Paris goes around in race number one. She's looking to find a little bit of form. She's only a maiden, which I guess makes it tough coming up against uh, some of these horses that have won several races. But she's off the front. Can she or is she telling you something at home that she's uh, nearing a return to her best form? She's um she's a beautiful big mare and I think she's still she's still learning about racing. You know, she's only had about twenty or twenty one starts now to her career and we've had her a little over twelve months and we've taken our time with her a lot. Um she's become a bit of dad's project and she's been unlucky in her last couple of starts. Um, just before the turn last week, unfortunately she um carried a flat tire for the entirety of the race and the start before her underdraw came undone and was slapping around so she she did a really good job to trot all the way. She's um she's getting there and I think drawn off the front. Dad stood her up for me the other day in track work and, and stepped her away and said she stepped away really nice. So given that everything goes well for her and she steps away nice and safely, I think she should be in the mix for a top five finish. All right, that's race number one, Majestic Paris, back to standing start conditions after doing the majority of her racing from behind the mobile of late. Give me a reason, goes around in race number seven. It looks to be a little bit of a funny horse. He either wins or is probably down the line a little bit. What's your assessment of his current form? Because he was a winner there late last month. And then last time out, he probably didn't look quite as sharp and he's been back to the trials since there as well and he was beaten a long way so is he a is he a project himself this guy he's a horse with um with a very deep bag of tricks um you know the old fellow that um we got him off dickie roberts he him and his nephew purchased him off alex Ouchin and alex you know kind of said the same thing he's got got a world of ability but he's just got lots of tricks um yeah he, he's won a couple of races for us now and then the last start um Will went to do his usual, you know, kind of settled him and went to move him around down the back. And they just seemed to quicken up a little bit. So he wasn't overly confident with um, keeping on pressing on. He thought he might have had to do too much work. And so he's had to grab hold and come back in, which, you know, took the horse's momentum out of him a little bit. And then, um, you know, we played around with trying to let his hobbles out because he wears quite a short hobble, um, took into the trials and it didn't work. So we pulled them straight back in and I reassured Will that he hadn't lost the drive. He's back on. And um, we pulled his hobbles in to make him nice and safe. You know, he's drawn... Um, center of the line tomorrow and we'll just hopefully just keep going the way we've been going we let him settle on his on his own measure and um hopefully we can make a move into the race and see him run away with it the same way he did a, a couple of weeks ago he is a horse that can do a little bit of work he's probably not blessed with a, a great deal of gate speed or, or that's not something that you want to be doing with him at the present time but it must give you a bit of confidence that you know if the race is run to suit will can put him into the race and he can still run uh, as well as he can yeah, he, um, you know, I know in previous times they have used his gate speed a little bit, but it seems to stir him up a bit. Um, it appears that he's a horse that needs to just be steadied off the arm to help him hit his straps and then wait till everyone's kind of settled and then get him moving. Um, you know, he's got a really nice turn of foot when you need to pick the speed up and ask him to go. And as I said, once he straighten up, straightens up and he's balanced, um, Will can pretty much do anything with him from there. And in the lucky last tomorrow, 28 black. His numbers don't read too flash, but he's found himself in some really strong contests of late. And I think that he's probably racing maybe as well as he ever has. The draw doesn't look too kind, but if the race is run upside down, you know he'll be charging home. 
Yeah, I think that's been the most unfortunate part within Brit is that the draws as of late haven't been kind to him. Um, you know, when we first got him, we took him up to Newcastle for a couple of starts for, I think, a third and a win. Um, and then we brought him here to Menangle for the heats of the um, Tab Regional Championship for the Metropolitan Region. And um, he was incredibly impressive in his heat. He, um, he runs second, he flashed home from last. And then just the race wasn't run to suit him in the final. But he's still, like, I was still really impressed with him. And, you know, as you mentioned, it's been a bit strong for him here at Menangle. Um, you know, we'll give him this one more run, see how he goes. And then, you know, maybe look to take him back to Newcastle. But as I said, unfortunately for him, the draws haven't been very kind. So he's another one he'll have to go back and hope for a nice run home. Five starters over the next few days, a few today at Newcastle and then three tomorrow at Menangle. Who do you think is your, your best chance of giving the stable a victory? Um, I think give me a reason um, just based off, you know, the way that he goes and the way the draw is and he's racing horses that he's, you know, going around with it week in, week out. And as long as he's on his best behaviour and Will's able to get him moving when we need him to, I think he's one of our best, but... Definitely wouldn't discount the two today, but either way, I'd be happy to earn any money, be it a win or a place over the next couple of days. It'll be a nice little birthday bonus. Yeah, absolutely. That's two runners today at Newcastle and then race seven, number five tomorrow. Give me a reason at Menangle. Appreciate your time this morning, Tian. Here's hoping the winning continues and thanks for joining us today. No problem. Thank you very much. Tian Sutton there with the five runners over the next few days and very much an in-form stable is that. A really quick breather and then on the other side we'll catch up with Blake Mickaliff to go through his chances tonight at Canberra. Celebrating the best New South Wales racing, Sky Sports Radio. You're here with On The Pace on this Monday morning. We've already spoken to Leighton Green and Tian Sutton with a view to racing over the next few days. And Blake Mickaliff is also heading to Canberra tonight before he has a few important steers tomorrow night at Wagga as well. Appreciate your time this morning, Blake. How are you? Good, thanks, Brett. How are you? Really well, thank you. A busy few days upcoming. I wanted to just grab your thoughts on a few horses. You've got uh, a busy night tonight at Canberra. You'll drive in the first six races on the card. Our Sam's home has a pretty ordinary draw in the opener, but you look to have a great chance in race number two with Warrawee Cruisin. Uh, is a horse that I can't see that you've driven before, but is a horse that no doubt you've had a, a good look at in the past and he looks to be racing very well. Yeah, correct. He, uh, he's been going really good for Kenny Roo lately. Um, sort of been racing over the distance, and then tonight he's going to be dropped back to the mile, and I think um, from the barrier draw he'll be pretty hard to beat. He's a go-forward type. You mentioned he's back to the 17.70 tonight, and he's got a good barrier draw, so I would assume plan A would be to find the front and stay there. Yeah, that's it. Um, you always would have plan A and plan B, but looking at the race, we should be able to find our way to the top. Um, and then just try and rate him from there. That's race number two. Race number three, you've got Vala here, a, a mare who's probably mixed her form of late. She was pretty disappointing last time out. Do we have an excuse? Can we expect a better run from her this evening? Yeah, she's um, been a bit hot and cold lately. We put it down to she might have a little bit of a virus. So her work's been really good during the week. So hopefully she can bounce back and put a bit better of a run in. We move across to race number four. Major Huss is your steer here. There's a scratch into your outside. Only the seven runners engaged here now. Uh, whenever you team up with the Hawk team, you seem to have good success and you're following a horse who should probably take you where it needs to in Clement Sorrell. You're going to get a nice run there, I would expect. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, looking at Major Huss's form, like the numbers next to his name aren't great, but you go back and you look through it and he's had a few excuses along the way there. So, um, as you said, drawn behind a horse that we should get a nice follow through with, I think he'll be thereabouts in the finish for sure. Race number five, you have I'm OK here and you're drawn alongside your two major rivals according to the market. Mighty Adam to your inside looking for three straight and Twilight Heaven on your outside. You're a, well, your horse is one that has good early speed. Can you take advantage of uh, the barrier draw this evening? Yeah, it's a tricky one. Um, when you're drawn beside one that's got just as much gate speed as you, it sort of makes it a bit hard to shoot across them. But um, we'll just weigh it up as we come out of the gate. If we think we've got the advantage, we'll have a shot. If not, I think we should get a cover there and be nice and handy regardless. So, um, yeah, he's not one-trick pony. Hopefully, um, hopefully we get a nice toe into it and, if not, be in front. And your final drive tonight is aboard Chan Sua. I think this horse is racing extra well. He's super consistent, hasn't had the kindest of draws of late and has seemingly found himself a little bit out of his depth, but he was a real flashing light run last time out. It looks another tricky draw tonight, though. Yeah, definitely. He's sort of been a horse um, that we've had a a bit of trouble with early on, but now we've got him racing consistent. He is going um, a lot better in saying that, every time we've sort of used him off the gate, it sort of brings him undone a little bit. But um, around Canberra, drawn four, it makes it a little bit hard. You've either got to use him or go back and, you know, rely on luck. So um, that's another one we'll just have to play by year as the gate goes and make our decision and hope it's the right one. A busy night tonight. And just one horse I wanted to ask you about tomorrow evening that goes around at Wagga Barani. It was so impressive first up from New Zealand. Uh, you must be pretty excited about this horse's future. I mean, the time wasn't exceptional, but it was just the way that he went about things. Yeah, definitely. Um, since he's been over from New Zealand, we honestly haven't sort of done a great deal with him. We've only worked him on his own at home. And um, going into Canberra, I thought he could win and just sort of wasn't 100% sure on how much he had and after um, Canberra on Monday night he's obviously got a bit of a motor there um, in saying that we've sort of gone up in grade a little bit there at Wagga on tomorrow night so we'll just sort of see what happens but um, the way the way he's working the way he's progressing I think we'll have a little bit of fun with him for the owner's convection. Done me up Francie will be a short price favourite there tomorrow evening has a draw advantage where do you lob from that gate because we saw good gate speed from him is your assessment that you can maybe cross uh, your major rival or, or how do you beat that runner yeah looking at it um, you know I think we're going to have to shape him up out of the gate um, the other night he came out in a really quick lead time there at Canberra and that was sort of all on his own, so I think we'll just push the button early and see if we can shoot across the the favourite. Um, if not, try and get on his back. I think uh, there's probably the best option to try and beat him is if we can be in front of him or be on his back. All right, that's race number five tonight. Quite a good quality contest there at Wagga as part of an eight-race card. Your best chance of a winner over the next few days, Blake? Uh, probably Warrawee cruising tonight. Um, you know, he's probably drawn the best in you know a race I think he's really going to be in for a long time. That's race two, number three tonight at Canberra. Warrawee cruising, that goes at 6.47. Appreciate your time this morning, Blake. Best of luck over the next few days. No worries. Thank you. Blake McAuliffe joining us on this Monday morning. So he's going to Canberra tonight and Wagga tomorrow. He's labelled his best chance this evening. Race two, number three at Canberra. I've appreciated your time this morning.
for On The Pace. Hopefully we've found a few winners amongst our guests. We race at Newcastle today and the first there is actually not too far away either. Looking forward to a busy afternoon of racing out of Newcastle before we dovetail into Canberra this evening. So a double header in New South Wales. I'll be back on Wednesday morning to recap all of that and Menangle and Wagga tomorrow as well. Look forward to your company, 10.30 here on Sky Sports Radio.